Uh, this is the first time you've heard me mention this, but something been going on with me personally. We've got this chair over here. It represents the presence of Jesus, and over here is our thousand needs. And this many folk, there's probably a thousand needs here. I'm so glad you're here. Mark, it's so good to see you home. God bless you. Uh, and so for, for all of January, I've been been trying to stay here. But the needs are so many, so many. And from mine and Sheila's heart and my boys and daughter's heart, we are so honored to make this journey from earth to heaven with you. We're so honored to walk beside you. So many great preachers and great churches, and I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly. And many of you, I know your story, you've told me, but others in here, we've talked probably more than just a hug or a good morning or a chat. But the Lord's let me see some of your hearts and some of your loads. So I have been before the Lord, and I have been staying here. But I've been before the Lord. I say, God, some of the battles that my, and I've been in ministry all my life. It's only life I know. Don't know anything else. So, so I'm used to storms and devils and trials and tests and home problems and crises and, and, and cancers and troubles and sorrow and pain and crime. I'm, I'm used to all that. But some of the battles that's going on in this house, they're not normal. It's more than just a battle. There's some real attacks been taking place. Satan is just like he's really, really attacked some, some homes and some families. So I was praying, saying, God, I, I just need some simple answers for some simple questions. And, and I found this in the strangest way. This is going to be a different type of sermon, but I feel it's a word for our church. We're, what's going on right now? What, why the devil's doing what he's doing? In the book of Micah, and I've never used this scripture before in a sermon, but in the book of Micah, when the Lord is describing to a people, I brought you out of sin, I brought you from Egypt. He didn't use Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac as he normally. He said this, For I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt, and I redeemed thee out of the house of servants. And I sent before thee Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. And I sent before thee Moses, and I sent Aaron, and I sent Miriam. And, and, and I found those scriptures, and this thing started rolling over in my spirit. And I thought, Lord, miracle delivers tabernacle. It's a little church out here in the woods for McMinn County. It was, it was for Athens. It was for the Clay Hill community for a while. Our, our, our borders grew through, through internet, through TV. It became Athens, McMinn County, now Tennessee. And now people are hearing this, sir, from West Virginia. Almost every service we have visitors from out of state or out of town weekly. So God has been kind to us. We, we have TV partners from, that support monthly from Australia, from Puerto Rico. We get from Canada. And, and so, so it's got bigger than just Clay Hill community. And if it's for one reason, if, if God's got sent this church, it's to redeem people and to help people and to strengthen people and to encourage people. So, so for the church to do, to affect this nation and this generation, we need a Miriam, we need an Aaron, and we need a Moses. And these are not three individuals. These are three anointings. I wish you could hear this. This is not just three people, but this is three groups of people that the Spirit and the presence of the Lord will rest upon. So, so I got to digging in this, and even though he listed Moses' name first, these other two were older than him. 
In fact, when Moses was born, Miriam was a young enough girl where she could go by herself down to the bank and stay after mom after they put the baby in the ark. So she she was a little bit older than than her brother. Even though he, but let, let's just talk. Let's look at the Miriam ministry first. We have an amazing Miriam ministry here in this church. Exodus fifteen and twenty. And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a thimble in her hand, and the women went after her with timbles and with dancing. And Miriam answered them, saying, "Ye to the Lord, for He has trumped gracious, gloriously. The horse and his rider has He thrown under the sea." Our, our worship. If, if, if could I stop it? Would you give our praise team a hand clap? Our, our worship. Our worship, our, these these men and women, hallelujah, and they're and they're more than just singers. I watch them pray. I watch them seek the Lord, and I watch even each, each one of them right now. I watch where they are in the Lord. I watch them closely because everything on this pulpit represents me. I represent Jesus. So what we have here is a representative of what we what we're trying to win people to the to the heart of our Savior. But I've I've watched these and 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 and, and I've watched the struggles and the battle and I'm watching the victories and the conquers and the passion. But our worship it's literally touching the world. If you don't have a copy of it, I think in the book room they have a CD. It's only a few dollars, but it's their songs and, and we're sending them everywhere. I, I go everywhere I'm preaching. God's allowed me to evangelize some. I go everywhere and I'm preaching and they're singing a song and I and I kid with them a little bit after church. I said, "Where'd you get that pretty song at?" They said, "We got it on YouTube. Listen to Lisa or listen to." Jay or listen to Paul or Jennifer. They said, we see that God's blessing you and we want it in our church. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to give him a praise out loud. So, so our worship, our, our, our worship is not only affecting miracle deliverance tabernacle, but, but you're, you're anointing. David said, my cup runneth over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your anointing is beginning to run over, Stephen. It's, it is touching others and it's affecting others. It's reaching others. It's having an effect on others. Hallelujah. They're, 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 they're seeing that God's honoring what we're doing. And this is a type of, I don't, I don't want, I don't want, I, I'm not going to be mean, but I do feel like preaching today. But I was listening to a, to a gospel station and I, and I, and I'm, and I'm not being mean, but I just want to preach. But, but they don't, they, they apparently don't love the same Jesus I love or live the same life I live or have the same conviction I had. Here's one of our gospel stations we li- we listened to and the announcer made this and it was just a beautiful worship song. Then he come on and said this and I just I just cut it off about started weeping. He said, he talked about Super Bowl tomorrow and, and uh, where, where Josh at? Josh told me, he said, bro, when I won't be here tonight. said, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. He lives up street. I said, how many folk will your living room hold? Can we get a hundred in there? I'm dismissed church. If you're not here, I will be preaching in your living room at eight o'clock tonight so if you come in the parking lot's empty we will be at josh and isley's at eight o'clock tonight preaching hallelujah if you need if you need to watch the super bowl you're dismissed you don't have to come tonight i had to do that i'd come tonight if i was sick So, so this guy, he's, he's announcing that we play this beautiful worship song. And he says, and he, I don't know how he said it. He said, my pastor better not look for me tomorrow night. He said, I'll be with cheese, pretzels, and a 12-pack. One minute, he's worshiping Jesus. And the next minute, he's wanting to get drunk. And that's the generation we live in. But somebody got to hold on to the old pathways. 
Somebody, somebody got to say that bitter and sweet water. I wish I had a worshiper in the house right now. We're, we're in an hour when anything goes, but somebody got to seek out the old pathway. Somebody, what's wrong with living right? What's wrong with loving the Lord? What's wrong with walking upright before Jesus? What's wrong with selling out and going all the way with Jesus? I don't, I don't want to be a Sunday Christian. I want to love him with all of my heart and all of my strength and all of my might. I don't want, I don't want my, my, my salvation to be a club where, where I just check in on Sunday and Tuesday and the other days it's another life. I want when, when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall we also appear. Hallelujah. I want Jesus to be our life. So, so I don't want our anointing. I don't want the, our worship. And, I, and I'm just so, so odd at the anointing that's on our worship team. But, but this is, listen to this. And David came to Saul and stood before him. And he loved him greatly and he became his armor bearer. And Saul sent to Jesse saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me. For he hath found favor in my sight. And he came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took a harp and played with his hands. So Saul was refreshed and well. And the evil spirit departed from him. And simply all it says from God, God is so big before the devil can do anything it's got, God's got to allow it and the devil goes before God and he says God Saul's not who he used to be he's not dedicated anymore he's not clean anymore he's not sold out anymore do I have permission to torment him I get a letter from West Virginia but I can easily say it came from Riceville because though it came that far it had to go through my post office at Riceville there's no evil spirits with God there's no evil spirits in heaven God God's don't send tormenting spirits to hurt people. God's love and every good and perfect gifts comes from above. But the devil can't do nothing without God allows it. God is so big and so mighty. So so, so when, it, when, when Saul began to lose his dedication, God backed up and he said, okay, go ahead, Satan. He's, he's not with me where it should be. I'll turn him over to you. And when he turned him over to him, this thing's about to destroy Saul. And a little old boy began to worship God. And when he began to worship God, he got anointed. Hallelujah. I know. I understand and I'm getting touchy. I understand they've made our type of full gospel Pentecostal worship a billion dollar business. I understand that. But I am so glad that we have clean worshipers. Hallelujah. I, 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 some of that stuff you're, some of that stuff you're, you're, you're hitting your stern wheel too. It's men sleeping with men and it's women sleeping with women and it's a bunch of adultery and a bunch of trice and it's nothing to them but a dollar in their pocket. It's nothing to them. They can't make it in country and they can't make it in rock and they're trying to use gospel till they cross over but somebody's going to be true to God I said somebody's going to be true to God this is not a business to us it's not a gimmick to us it's not a money thing to us we're doing this because we love God we're doing this because we want to worship God I wish I had a worshiper right now and when you find a worshiper hallelujah hallelujah that billion dollar worship group they're not going to drive back no devils they're going to invite devils. They're not going to set Saul free. They're going to destroy Saul. But somebody's going to be true to God. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul, you can write this down. I was in prayer. And I don't know if it's going to be email or a phone call or what, but we're, but we're about to get some work. I, I was broadcasting the internet or I walked in the building and I was thinking about suicide. You didn't even get to preach, brother, when they started singing and a peace come over me and I don't want to die, I want to live. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be lost. I want to live for Jesus. There is deliverance in worship. There's healing in worship. There's miracles in worship. There's conviction in worship. Hallelujah. Souls can be redeemed when true men and women will worship the Lord. I got to get these emails all the time. They see our broadcast in Nashville or places. Got one just the other day. Group, they thought they were well known. And they, they, they were so plain. They said, Brother Wynn, they will come and sing on a Sunday morning, a Sunday night for an offering and a meal. They're trying to make it on the country scene until they get enough doors open. They're willing to sing in churches. Is that not sad? I don't want to live for Jesus or sing for him, but I want to use him till I get to where I'm going. I don't want to use him. I want to love him. I want to joy him. Hallelujah. 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 And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that Saul took a harp and he played with his hands. So Saul was refreshed and well and the evil spirit departed from him. There is a place in worship. Listen to this. Listen to this. We get these calls. We get these. Well, Brother Wynn, our church, our preacher, our, or we don't think it takes all that. We just want to go in and have a little. We, we don't think God wants all that. But listen to this, Second Samuel 6, 16. And as the ark of the Lord came unto the city of David, Micah, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd much rather you despise us because we're worshiping God than because you thought we were living wicked or unclean or ungodly. Oh, somebody ought to praise him out loud. Isn't it wonderful to be hated because we're loving the Lord. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it an honor to be hated because we're lovers of Jesus and we preach Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then then David returned to bless his household. And Micah, the daughter, this is his wife, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and she said, how glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaiden of his servant as one of the vain fellows shamelessly and covered himself. David took off his royal robe and he had on a little lining cloth and she said, she said, we're, we're dignified. We're ministers. We're, we're, we're supposed. She said, you just got down there with the common people. And David, what he's really saying, honey, you forgot where he brought me from. I wasn't born in this. I was out there. I was despised. I was hated. I was rejected. I'm only here because of the favor of God. And if I ever forget why he brought me here, he could remove me in a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel Jesus in this house today. We're anointed because of the mercy and the favor of God and his hand that rests upon us. David said to me, it was before the Lord which chose me before thy father and before all the house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord of, over Israel. Therefore will I pray before the Lord and I will yet be more vile than thus and I'll be base in my own sight and of the handmaidens the maidservant which thou hast spoken of them will I be had in honor. Hallelujah. In other words, 
you ain't seen nothing yet. You wait till I get on my shouting shoes. You wait till I really get free. You wait till I quit being intimidated. You wait till I quit worried about what somebody else is thinking. You wait till I really fall in love with him. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm about to really worship him. Hallelujah. The woman represents the church. Listen to this. Therefore, Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child until the day of her death. You take somebody that won't worship, they'll never win a soul. You, you take a church that won't really worship, they may get a thousand members, but are they really going to birth any children? Miriam was a worshiper. She was also a protector of the youth. We have birthed that. We've got our Miriam ministry. It's going to the next level now. At least I can hear you singing. He knows my name. He knows every breath I take, every move I make. Would you turn around and whisper to somebody, he knows what you're hurting over. He knows your pain. We, we have birthed our Aaron, our guest speaker. Our, 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 he, he's a, a spokesman, a leader. We birthed leaders. All the different ministries we have here, all the ministers who share this platform, how honored I am to stand beside you. We have birthed amazing Sunday school teachers. That, 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 uh, these, these children, I hear them talking about what their teachers are teaching them. Our youth, our youth, Lisa and me, they're taking our youth, they're ministering in nursing homes weekly. Wow. Hallelujah. We, we, with, with, with Brother Paul, we've seen the birth of the train ministry, the ages 13 to 18. And, and, he, and he's taking a night of a month, and these, these young men, they come, they get to stay. They have a meal. He's teaching them. He's training them. Carmel and Christy are doing the same with the young ladies, these young women. And they're, they're teaching them, and they're training. They're walking with them. We've seen the birth of the game changers with Jesse and Micah. From ages 13, to, I think, to 24 every Thursday night at 7. And, and the, this train and these ladies meet these game changers. Make effort to get your children in here. They're around godly influence. They'll make godly friends. They, they, they'll, they're, they're, it'll, it'll, it'll affect them and they can affect others. We, we, our internet, our Facebook, a TV ministry. Uh, twice a week, we're going into 42 nations. We're in over 45 states right now weekly with, with our, our, our TV broadcast. Yesterday, men's meeting. It, it just heard every good report yesterday how the presence of the Lord showed up. I, I started about 8 o'clock yesterday morning. I have a friend in jail, and they started at 8 o'clock telling me, we're going to let you come today, Brother Wynn. Call back, and I call back, and I call back. Finally, they let me in at 8.30 last night, and Jesus walked in that place. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm so proud of my, my shy little Sheila leading these ladies' meetings. Sister Brenda's going to be speaking, and Sheila spoke on that Sunday night. I am still hearing, hearing reports of her Sunday night meeting. I was asked to resign five times. Brother Wimby, you resign and let Sheila be our pastor. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You better not tell me that when I'm in a battle. I'll grin and let her. I'm just kidding. I'm so happy being your pastor. Uh, got John Andy and all these just amazing preachers. We've got our camp meeting, all of our outreaches. The Aaron ministry loves and respects and it flows with Moses. I got this last night just reading and praying. I got this. I, I got to preach a whole I got to preach a whole sermon on this. But Jesus' robe, when you looked at it from the outside, it was seamless. That that covered him was seamless. 
our, our, our ministry here, people look at it, it's just beginning to flow with no seams. Did anybody hear that? It's just, just beginning to flow. That that's covering the heart of Christ. It's just flowing. Hallelujah. 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 So, so we, we've, we've, got, we've got the Aaron. We've got our young people that's witnessing. We've got men and women that's witnessing, that's reaching out. So we've got our Miriam ministry. We've got our Aaron ministry. And then right in the middle of this, listen to this. I have a word for us, Exodus 1 and 12. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor, with hurt, with pain. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and in brick and all manners of service in the field. All their service they made them serve was with rigor. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives of which the name of the one. And he said, when you do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, see that you see them upon the stool. If they be a son, you shall kill him. If they be a daughter, thou then she shall live. And the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing? Why have you saved the men child alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as Egyptian women, for they are lively and they're delivered before, before the midwives comes in unto them. So during this time, the enemy is trying to destroy every new birth. Can I tell you, we live in a season right now He's not come to hurt you, to trouble you. He's come to kill. I, I, I've heard the church ever since, I, well, I've been in the battle. He ain't coming to get you in the battle. He's coming to get you to backslide. He, he ain't coming just to play with you, mess with you. He's coming to tear your family apart. He, he's coming to destroy He's on a rampage right now. And Pharaoh charged all his people saying, Every son that is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. Hallelujah. Every, every son, if his son's born, you've got to throw him in the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. So some are drowned and some live, but God's seed survives. God's seed survives. God's seed survives. Moses' ministry, this is what I want to appreciate. Moses' ministry, I don't believe miracle delivers tabernacle. I believe we saw, we're, we're seeing just amazing results of the Miriam ministry. I believe we're seeing amazing results of the Aaron ministry. But I don't believe that the Moses ministry has been birthed at miracle deliverance tabernacle yet. It's going to be two things. It's going to be a deliverance ministry. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Daddy told me, Daddy prophesied. I believe that last Tuesday night when Daddy was preaching, he's going to fight every day, you might as well pray every day. John, I believe that's one of those classics Daddy preached, but Daddy prophesied in his pulpit about 10 years ago, and he said they're going to be anointing of healing coming here, and he said people's going to come from all over the world. Eventually, miracles are going to happen. So 10 years later, we're waiting on that to happen. So I believe that there's going to be a real deliverance ministry happening in this place. I don't believe it's all going to be whoever me or John Mark or whoever's preaching brother Jerry's preaching I don't believe it's ever going to be somebody at the microphone I believe I believe it'll sometimes just be a Christy walk up right in the middle of the altar call and join hands with somebody and a little old woman after work after church field she said that tumor's gone that lump's gone I, I, I believe it's going to be a little old Joanne shout up beside somebody and brush against them and they're going to leave the building they're going to realize my, my sugar diabetes is back down to 80 what's going on it was 600 and I feel the Holy 
Ghost in here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if I've heard from the Lord, if I've ever heard from the Lord, God's got more plans than us just being a little family church trying to survive and barely make it to heaven. God's give us a vision and a desire to touch this generation and whatever it caused. Hallelujah. And you might as well realize, hallelujah, some towns in Iraq or Iran over there, they're not going to take them without a fight. What we're wanting now, the devil's got a stronghold. Hallelujah. They such a fear going on with sickness right now. He's got a stronghold and it's going to cost us some fight. But if God be for us, hallelujah, I want to see miracles again. I want to see healings again. Hallelujah. 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 Christy, I want you to go to the doctor and the doctor say, daughter, I can't explain it. This thing's never reversed. It's never changed. But I'm giving you a clean bill. I want to see God's glory. I want to see the power of God and the glory of God. Let them have the fame and the fortune. Let them sell out to the world. I want Jesus. I long for Jesus. And the woman conceived and bare a son. When she saw he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. Feel like I've heard from the Lord. Would you turn around and look at about two people? I wonder what's hid in this house. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Amberly, I watch you when that deep anointing gets on you and you move under. I wonder what's hid in you. Some of you in here. Nancy, I wonder what's hid in you. Hallelujah. Brother Daniel, Brother David, I wonder what's hid in some of us in here. I wonder what's hid in us that, that it's not quite time for God to bring what's hid in this house. I believe there's some anointings hid in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Josh, I believe there's some miracles hid in this house. I believe there's a power of God that's hid in this house. I believe there's some gifts and miracles that's hid in this house. I believe there's some signs and wonders that's hid in this house. Could it be? Could it be some of these personal storms you're going through in your family, in your mind, in your life? Could it be that hell's caught wind before you have? That there's a hand of God on you? No other time is he trying to kill the babies except when there's a Moses about to come on the scene. No other time, 400 years, he's not trying to kill the little children. 400 years, it's not recorded where he's trying to destroy them. But when it comes time for deliverance of Moses, he said, I'll kill the babies. Hallelujah. 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 I want to be careful saying this. I don't know how many precious little babies babies were aborted or died. I know one thing, that man that God had his hand on, hallelujah, when his mama couldn't hide him no longer, God said, I'll take over and I'll hide him. I'll take over and I'll keep him. I'll take over and I'll protect him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would somebody be bold and would you stand to your feet? Say, God, guard that that you've hidden me. God, don't let the devil have that that you hidden me. Don't let that thing die that you've hidden me. Don't let this storm crush that that you've hidden me. Don't let this battle destroy that that you've hid in me. This thing that's hid in me, it's not about me. It's about others. This thing you hid in me, it's not to help me. It's to help others. It's to touch others. It's to heal others. It's to deliver others. It's to reach others. It's to change others. It's to set others free. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I feel God in here, and I believe I just felt the most anointed I've felt all day. That thing, that battle you're in, it's just not about you. He's trying to destroy those you're going to reach. He wants to destroy those that you're going to deliver. You don't even have to tell me about uh, praying, praying last night. Praying last night, I could feel some of your battles and some of your pain. You're not here because you feel like shouting. It'd been easier staying home, but there's something in you. And you sung it, son, you love it. I love him when I'm tested. And I still love him when I don't hear. And I still love him when he's silent. And I still love him when he didn't fix it. And I still love him when he didn't. I just love him. He's a lover, man. I love him. <coughs> and the woman could see. And by a son, and when she saw that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. I wonder what's hid in here. What's hid in some of you that's not being revealed yet? Josh Bree, they were talking about taking this baby before it was birthed, before it was revealed. They had this opportunity. What's inside of you that this generation's not saw? What's inside of you that's going to deliver somebody, change somebody, help somebody, mend somebody, restore somebody? And when she could not longer hide him, she took him an ark of bulrush and dabbed it with slime and with pitch and put the child in and she laid it in the flag by the river's brink. Hallelujah. Let's go back and start all over again. And there was a man of the house of Levi took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived him by a son. And when she saw that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. Where the church, where that woman, he's, he's the groom. Why is the devil trying so hard to drown some of you? Boy, this will preach. You think you're not going to make it and you pop up and you get another air and you sink again, you pop up. But you need to tell the devil, if God be for me, 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 if this message, hallelujah, and his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. Let's just get real personal. Some of you that know what some of the others are going through, you're standing back watching Will that home make it? Will that person make it? Will he get back up? Will she get back up? I'm telling you, just grin and worship God. God's with us. I'm telling you, just smile and worship God. He's with us. Hallelujah. 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 Man, I'm, I'm going summers right now. But don't be too hard on yourself when you can't fix everything for Moses, Miriam. You've hit him three months. Now you've got to let God do it a while. Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm talking to. I wish I could fix it for my son, my daughter, my mom, my husband, my wife, my children. You've done all you can. Back up and put it in God's hand and watch him bring it through. Somebody ought to worship him out loud. Hallelujah. I wish I could heal this. I wish I could fix this. I wish I could make Moses okay. You've done all you can for Moses, Murray. You've got to let it go. And you've got to wipe a tear and walk away. And you've got to say, if this is God, it'll be all right. If God, if God is big enough to consider 
receive him and protect him three months. He's big enough to keep him the next 40 years and the next 40 years. God's able to finish that that he started. Your little old children, some of them may not be right where they should be, but you ought to lift your hands up and say, God, it's, it's bigger than me. I'm putting it in your hand. It's bigger than, I'm putting it in your hand, Lord. It's hallelujah. It's too big for me, God. I'm putting it in your hand. I'll hide and I'll protect all I can. So Moses' ministry is a ministry. God will literally use him to deliver three and a half million people. God will literally use him, Exodus 4, 3, 7, and 10. The rod will be made a serpent. In Exodus 4, 4, the rod will be restored. Exodus 4, 6, and 7, his hand will be made leprous and restored. Water will turn to blood. Exodus 7, 20, the rivers will be turned to blood. Exodus 8 and 6, frogs all over the land. Exodus 8, 17, there'll be lice everywhere. Exodus 8, 21, there'll be flies everywhere. There'll be boils. There'll be hail all over, the, breaking all the crops in Egypt. There'll be locusts. There'll be darkness. In Exodus 12, 29, the firstborn will be destroyed. In Exodus 14, 21, the sea will be divided. Hallelujah. Exodus 14, 26 through 28, Pharaoh will be overwhelmed and drowned in the Red Sea. I, I started preaching about 79, I guess. And one about the second, first, second message I preached was, was that, that they, they, Walked across on dry land. That, 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 this amazing God rolled back the Red Sea and they walked across on dry land. And that, it wasn't two weeks or something. You're young. The devil fights you a thousand ways. They had a, they had some atheists on the, uh, on the, uh, radio and he was doing a report. I'm riding down the road list to the news and he's doing a report. And he said, he said, that old church folk brag and talk about that, that God rolled back the Red Sea. He said, was it, wasn't no miracle. Said they walked across on dry land. He said, he said, history proved there's a drought that year and they wouldn't but six inches of water history has proved it wasn't no big miracle and that thing just overwhelmed me all of a sudden the spirit of the Lord moved in that vehicle I about started shouting the Lord said son it's even a greater miracle I destroyed one of the greatest armies in the world in six inches of water drowned Pharaoh in six inches of water I don't know if it was nine foot or six inches I know God rolled it back and I know when he got through rolling it back he killed Pharaoh and his whole army hallelujah he's God he's God he's a miracle worker He's a miracle worker. You got a bad report, but he's a miracle worker. The enemy's raging, but God is a miracle worker. You don't know which way to turn, but he's a miracle worker. You don't know what to do, but he's a miracle worker. The specialist can't fix it, but he's a miracle worker. Hallelujah. Charles, you got the best doctors in America, and you're limited on what they can do, but he's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He's a hallelujah. He's a miracle. Has anybody ever had a miracle before. He is a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. I believe there's some miracles hit in the house. I believe there's some power hit in the house. I believe there's some men and women of faith hit in the house. And I believe the devil's hitting you so hard. He's trying to stop your vision and distort your vision and get your mind on survival till you're not seeking the Lord and fasting and praying till you can be that vessel that God can flow to. But somebody got to say, devil, it's not going to work. It's not going to work this time. I'm going to wipe a tear and I'm still going to worship. I'm going to wipe a tear and I'm still going to pray. Hallelujah. they got to be a birth of a Moses ministry. Now, Miriam's just not Lisa. It's just not Jason. It's just not David. It's just not Joyce or Anita. It's, every, it's from Cross to Boyd, from Josh. It's everyone here. 
The Aaron ministry is every one of us. And the Moses ministry, it's not a one person. He said before that great and terrible day, he'd restore the ministry of Elijah. And I know you got these folks running around saying they're Elijah. And it's not a one-person ministry. you got one Jesus. We don't need another. It's a body ministry. It's a plural ministry. And it's the desire and the design of an almighty God right here at Miracle Deliverance Tabernacle to birth a Moses ministry that you'll walk on your job and people will be delivered and set free. That at your family reunions, you take somebody off in a side room and lay hands on them and the cancer be healed and the heart go back in rhythm and sugar diabetes be reversed. There is a God. There is a God. There is a God. There is a God. And friend, at the return of Jesus, the return of Jesus, he's not coming back for seven or eight people about to backslide. He's coming back for a glorious church. I mean, there's going to be a restoration. There's going to be a formal and a latter rain in one season. There's going to be a restoration. I know sin's going to abound, and I know perversion's going to abound, and I know ungodliness is going to abound. But in the last days, they're going to be faith on the earth. They're going to be a glorious church and a strong church. And I'm begging some men and women in here. Hallelujah. In fact, would you stand to your feet? Would you join hands with somebody? Hallelujah. If they've ever been a time, this Murray and ministry, we need to protect each other she said she said it's not about me i've got to protect this little moses or something going to be born in him there's something going to be birthed in him red seas are going to be rolled back pharaohs are going to drown he's going to lift up a brazen serpent and tens of thousands are going to be set free he's going to be there to destruction of Cory, and the amalites are going to vanish it's going to water out of a rock the water is going to be sweet and it's going to be miracle after miracle god's going to visit him god's going to come to him Whales are going to be blown in. Man is going to fall from heaven. They're going to be a pillar of fire and a pillar of cloud. He's going to have a visitation from heaven. Oh, God. Join hands with somebody and let's pray, Lord. There's some anointings hid in this room. Would you come back to the music? Father, there's some anointings hid in this room. That little Moses felt like I'm just a helpless little baby. I can't ever help nobody. Hallelujah. God, the ones I'm really talking to, they say, Brother Wynn, you couldn't be talking to me. I can't even help myself right now. Moses couldn't even feed himself. Moses couldn't even change himself. Moses couldn't even protect himself. Couldn't even, hallelujah. God had something hid him. That same God has walked in this building and he's hid something in some men and women. Hallelujah. They ought to be, they ought to be, ought to be over 20 of you. Slip out of your seats and come in these altars and stand and help me pray for this church right now. God, hallelujah. I'm talking about more than just a good meeting. I'm talking about more than just a good service. I'm talking about there's some nornings in here that can affect this generation. There's some teenagers. There's some moms and dads. And there's some grandparents in this room right now. There's a glory hitting you that the church has not seen yet, that this generation's not seen yet. Hallelujah. I know, I know some of the great men and women have gone on, and I know Paul's gone, and Isaiah's gone, and Jeremiah's gone, but Jesus has never been without a people, and you're that people for this day and this hour. Hallelujah. Those at your seat, somebody's hurting real bad. Please, please let me help you. Please lift your voice. Say, God, keep me through this. Don't let me die in this thing 
right here, this attack of Pharaoh, this attack of the enemy, trying to break my nerves and my mind and destroy my life. Oh, God, is there something hidden in me that the devil's so afraid of that he's trying to destroy? Is there something hidden in me that's going to help so many people that the devil would take out time to come and attack me personally, come and try to devour and destroy me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the presence of the Lord's in this room. Hallelujah. Your attacks are not normal. What is it about you that the devil's so afraid of that he's trying to fight you so hard and destroy you and keep you away from the cross and keep you away from church and keep you away from Jesus? What 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 is the devil saw inside of you that the Lord hath need of that he's trying so hard to beat you and hurt you and discourage you and frustrate you? I beg you all over this house, lift your little hands and raise your voice and beg an almighty God to bring you through. Bring us through, Jesus. Sing, son. I will count it all joy when my faith gets tested. When I feel the walls, they are closing in on me. I will lift up my hands with confidence in Jesus. He will bring me through. Every circumstance, I will count it all joy. Oh, yes, I will. If God can't remember any of your sins, then who am I to ever bring it up again? He casts them in the sea of forgetfulness. They are closing in on me. I will lift up my hands with confidence in Jesus. He will lead me through every circumstance. I will count it all joy. 